this episode is brought to you by the Slash and Cast Podcast Network. Discover all of our shows at slashandcast.network. Welcome to the Conjecture in a Horrors podcast. With me is Laura. Hello. And we got Greg. We got Greg back. What's up, man? Yay. Hey, what's going on, guys? <laughs> tootsies. Good. Tootsies? Oh, yeah. Are your tootsies there? You got them going, man? They're here? Yeah, they're right here. You just, I you just hope the his tootsies are there. <laughs> Maybe they got cut off by an axe. I don't know. Shit. You know? <laughs> I don't know what happened. Uh, I'm your host. I'm your host, Rob. My tootsies are here. They're a little furry, fuzzy. Uh, they're ready to go downstairs. <laughs> Got that peach fuzz. Got that peach fuzz down there, you know. I I don't like wax like things at all. Do do you wax like knuckles, Laura, or feet or anything like that? What <laughs> knuckles? What, what do you think I am? <laughs> I feel like I feel like Bigfoot. He just calls no, you Bigfoot. I feel like some women like have like hairy more hair on like their hands than they probably would like, and they probably do wax them off. Not you, Laura. Actually, no. She's inspecting. I, her hands. I really have no. She's never looked before. Hair on my hands, yeah. Oh, nothing? Oh, okay. All right. Well, there we go. Everybody listening, watching, Naina, Laura's, Laura's bear. Uh, Very smooth. Yeah. I wouldn't trust <laughs> anybody with like a hot, with anything hot anywhere near mm. where you would want to wax. It just seems like a precarious mm. situation. Mm. I don't know. Unless, yeah. You never tried. Maybe if I was like a no. wolf, like, like a wolf, then I would. If you were a wolf. So you're, ta- you're talking yeah. about more like pelvic region waxing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Your butt definitely the, your butt the downstairs, yeah. Your butt, yeah. <laughs> you get that. People butt, do that, butt man. Wax. I know. Yeah, that's true. Not me. I don't I think I've ever done that. Did you guys remember? <laughs> you don't think you've ever done that? <laughs> but you yeah. can't be sure. If my memory served me. I, I don't think that's ever happened. Fifty fifty. I was gonna say, do you guys remember like in the in the nineties? Remember like Nair? Nair was like a thing. I don't know if it's still a thing. Yeah. It was like a product that re- you just rub it and it, like removes your hair. Do you guys remember that? I yeah. used that. I tried reusing that. I remember. On I what? Like, Did it work? <laughs> <laughs> I'm on my on my butt. No. <laughs> no, I remember. I remember for some reason I was like self conscious about like my shoulders. Like my shoulders had like hair on them, like more than I feel like they should have compared to like the rest of my body. Like I was like turning into a fucking wolfman or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> and I used to like would shave it like with a razor and shit like that. I was like, fuck this. And I'm like, oh, Nair came out and I used to use that shit. But I don't know if Nair like fucked up the, the fucking, I don't know, senses or shit like that. But like, it doesn't grow there anymore now. So <laughs> it's like, this is why I have a twitch like in my shoulder <laughs> once a week. <laughs> this is why I have problems. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Oh I just, for some reason, gosh. I just know that. So. All right. We're getting off topic. We're getting off topic. Everybody listening, watching, we're sorry. <laughs> Uh, let's see where we're at here. We're at the we're in the gold room. We're back. Greg's back. Uh, last yeah. week, Riley filled in for him uh, for thank our you, what Riley. the fuck. Yeah, thank you, Riley, for our what the fuck watch party. We did talking about Silence, Thirteen Ghosts, two movies we didn't plan on watching, but we did, which was pretty fun. I thought it was a good recording. As as Greg, as somebody who wasn't there, I know you freaking listened. What did you think of uh, last week's recording? Um, I thought it was fantastic. Um, in fact, I even used Riley's uh, ratings in our letterboxed. Because oh, good. his ratings were exactly in line with what mine would have been. So that was uh, quite perfect. Perfect. Oh, nice. Cool, cool. I mean, I had a, I had a blast uh, with Riley. I thought it was fun. I thought it was a perfect villain. He gets our sense of humor. He makes the same jokes as we do. Oh, my God. Totally. You agree, Laura? You agree? Yeah. Yeah. 
Riley's great. So happy he could fill in. But yeah. we are happy to have you back, Greg. Yeah, yeah. You know. Not the same. Yeah, yeah I don't have like as much. I don't have like the sense. Of, Riley's got so much horror movie knowledge. I'm so impressed. Mm-hmm. Anytime he opens mm-hmm. his mouth and starts yeah. talking about like old horror movies, I'm like, uh, I want to hear more. But um, yeah, good episode, guys. Well done. Thank you. Thank you, man. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, so let's see. So so this week, this week uh, we did another watch party. We're gonna talk about it. Uh, we did 2014's Creep. This was Laura's movie pick, right, Laura? Mm-hmm. So why did why did you why did you pick this movie for us? Because I like the TLC song. Completely didn't even get that like connection until you just said it. Wow, they should have had it's one be point. in your yeah, head all night. Now there was there was they were in the woods and they did not have a waterfall. What the fuck? How did you miss out on that? <laughs> right, right. Come they should have had a waterfall in this movie. Or, all or, TLC soundtrack. Yeah, or an eye patch. Somebody should have had an eye patch on. Like, <laughs> hey. Come on. Sometimes they call me Laura Left Eye Lopez, okay? Oh, that's true. They do. I don't know who says that, but they do say that. Uh, My husband says that all the time. <laughs> your husband <laughs> says that to you? Yeah. Is that because you have like one lazy eye or something like that? <laughs> Why is he saying that? <laughs> Why is he calling you that? You did take the nair back in the day. Okay. <laughs> you put it in your eyebrow. <laughs> tore up your eye. <laughs> we just have a running joke that I'm like Laura Left Eye. I don't know. <laughs> with no context that makes weird sense well, we can okay, actually ask him here, here's we an can, example uh-huh, oh okay. go ahead go ahead i was gonna go say ahead. we can ask him coming up on our 100th episode we're gonna watch human centipede uh <laughs> brooks brooks might be on laura's husband so yeah he'll for sure be on oh he'll for sure be on so we can ask him about what the fuck why do you call your your wife left eye Lo- left eye laura and shit you know see what he says oh yeah, no what, he's gonna make what do you call him when i really when i really <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Maybe maybe it is a bedroom thing. Maybe you both call each other in the bedroom. Is that why? <laughs> no, I feel like most of the time it's because. Do you ever like, you know, bring two waters over, one for you and one for your spouse, and then, or maybe two different drinks, and you have to remember whose is whose? Has that ever happened to you guys? Like, because you're afraid of cooties. <laughs> <laughs> but we just have a thing now where anytime we put anything down that's ours, I'm on the left. Laura, Laura left. Laura it's left. actually pretty I. smart. Are you Jeez. left-handed? Yeah. Are you left-handed? No. Oh, no, just... no, no, no. Right. But the L. It's the, it's the, yeah, it's the common the it's double L's. Oh, okay. Yeah. So Brooks is the bottom Brooks. He's always in the bottom. Then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'll, I'll ask him that. I'll ask him when he comes Forget up. I'll ask him it. if he's always on the Forget bottom. Forget it. <laughs> Yeah, he, he's always chasing waterfalls. Yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's Lower disappeared off the screen. If anybody can't see her, um, <laughs> oh, this is funny. Uh, speaking of liquids, let's see, let's see what we're drinking tonight. Let's see what we're drinking tonight. Now, uh, let me get the drop going here. What's in the cups? All right. So, what are we what are we drinking tonight, Laura? What do we drink for our watch party? A peachy fuzzy navel. So I, apparently, apparently Rob's never had one. Greg, I don't know about you, but this drink reminds me of college. Mm, the peach, okay. the schnapps. The, the schnapps reminds you of college. Is that a yeah? Thing? It was like yeah, totally. Like, and yeah. I think that they used to do the they call it the fuzzy navel shots. They yeah. give it to you in like a shot form. Yeah. I mean, I've done that, but, but I just haven't had the drink. You know. Mm. I yeah, it's like a it's really good. that they would use. Yeah. yeah, it's really good. It's got peach stops in it, some orange juice. I've been drinking a lot of them, and I just yeah. recently <laughs> added some uh, cranberry juice too. So I'm wow. making it my own little Laura Left Eye concoction. But uh, yeah, <laughs> concoction. <We're- laughs> okay, just I'm sorry. Just it's a great word. Great word. That's all I'm saying. Hey, by Is the way, that you- not the word. 
No, you're gonna have to make a video of of, uh, of this for, for TikTok. It's delicious. It's it's so good. Oh, I think it's top okay. five. Mm, yeah, I will. Okay, that's true. That's true. I, I know we we're coming right into from the watch party right now. Everybody listening, watching. So if we're all a little out of it, if we're talking about fucking Nair and shit and who's on left, <laughs> right, and bottom, it's just because of that. <laughs> This is, the first, this is the first time we've ever done this. Usually we do a watch party and we wait a day and then we record this one. We're like, let's go right into it. So it's uh, not good. <laughs> I think it's better, but that's just me myself, you know? Um, yeah, but the drink was good. I think everybody liked it. That was drinking it on the watch party. They were all saying it's super, super delicious. I myself didn't drink it. I just don't like peach. Uh, I'm not going to drink that shit. Um, I was just drinking, I was just drinking root beer and Jack Daniels. So that was like my go-to that night. Mm. So it was pretty cool. That um, night, that was tonight. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> you forgot what night, though. I mean, an hour remember, ago. Remember that one time. <laughs> an hour ago. An hour ago, I was drinking that shit. Uh, let's see. So that's what we were drinking. Um, could you, are you guys all drinking the same shit still, right? We're all Nobody's changed over to anything else? Greg, yeah, I just added yeah. added my little crayon. But yeah. Crayon. Nice. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Uh, let's see. Uh, before we get going a little farther here, it's a couple show news updates real fast. We just want to remind everybody uh, our new website domain, theconjecturing.com. Check it out over there. Uh, we also have like video episodes, of course, on Patreon. Like I said, if you're viewing us right now, you've already signed up. Cool. If not, you can go check out the, the Patreon <laughs> network. Um, I think it's what is it? It's patreon.com slash SNC network is the website. Yep. You can sign up there. Three five dollar tiers. You can get our videos, some other um I think Handle with Scare has one there. I think some other guys, uh, Beneath the Sea, has their video content. Of course, Riley and the network guys have all their shit out there. Super cool. Super yeah. cool shit over there. Um, sign up. Uh, what else we got real fast here? We're, like I said, we're not going to do ad reads this year. I don't know if anybody listened to our last couple episodes. We're just going to kind of say, support us. Support us. Don't really support yeah. the ads we're going to do or fucking whatever else, Spotify or Amazon or any of that other shit, you know? Uh, so just support <laughs> us. <laughs> support support us we uh, like spotify what are you what are you doing well yeah you know okay, what i'm Amazon, saying man. Yeah, yeah just whatever you know anybody else uh so yeah you could do this by rate reviewing our show uh you can uh throw us a tip on twitter good pods stream lounge you could buy us a drink and buy uh buy us a coffee um and of course our merch our merch would be one of the main things and shit tpublic.com slash conjecturing pod i'm still wearing our headphone jack shirt tonight oh um, me too Oh, oh Laura has someone. Nice. Yeah. Cool, cool. Nice. Nice. We always got to dress up for the watch parties and shit, wear our shit. You yeah. Know? Uh, I have another little little item I wore to the watch party. I'll reveal in a little bit for the movie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but like like we said, yeah, we did 2014's Creep. I've never seen this movie before, so super cool to watch. You both had seen it, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You yeah. both had seen it. I think most of the people in the chat had seen it other than a couple people like me that were just like creep virgins, as I called it. Uh, which <laughs> doesn't really go together, I guess. Um, let's see here. <laughs> we already said why you picked it, Laura. So let's do our horror question of the week. Let's do our horror question. Let me get the drop going here. Question. All right. So question for this week. Question uh, pertaining, of course, to this movie Creep. I wanted to ask you guys. I mean, I hope everybody listening has seen this movie Creep. And this, I don't think, is a spoiler. I think it's kind of in. Most of the images, uh, the main character wears a wolf mask in this movie. Uh, that's like the main thing. So I wanted to ask you guys, like, besides a wolf mask, like, what other animal mask would you wear? Would you pick out that you would scare someone with, like, in in the faction of this oh, movie? 
<laughs> I thought that was going in a completely so different So did I. So did I. Oh, you were you were I going was from like, damn, he's going there. We were going from that one. To... Well, that one that one part in the movie that we're not going to talk bedroom. about yet. Oh my goodness. Okay. Yeah. 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 No. 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 Because no, that's keep... a different answer. That's definitely no. a different answer. This is Those this... are completely different answers. Yeah. Well, do we want to do both then? We want to give both answers. Which mask are you wearing in bed, and which mask are you <laughs> going to scare him with the next morning? <laughs> I'll say this, yeah. uh, <clears throat> as far as a mask to scare people, my, and it's, it's a coincidence that you asked this question. My, my kid has been running around the house with this mask for the last um, <laughs> oh, couple of days. It's a like, like, creepy ass Chewbacca mask. Look, and it, yeah. look, look, look how its yeah. jaw moves. It's the, it's the one, there was like that lady a couple years ago. It was like, she was called like Chewbacca lady. Chewbacca like, lady. Yeah, yeah. She put that one on. It's plastic and shit. And yeah, it's that one. Yeah. It's awesome. I love how it just, it moves with your jaw. So, uh, that's Ooh. definitely the one I would be that'd choosing. Be, that'd be pretty good in the bedroom, man. Yeah. You got to get that jaw open, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would work, man. I don't hate it. Yeah. You don't hate it? <laughs> if your Especially husband- if you're a person who can't get grow as much, like, facial hair, like, oh. you know, some people, this kind of, like, puts you right there. <laughs> the sound effects are awesome. <laughs> I don't even have to add that in post. It's just there already. It's awesome. Oh, that's fucking funny. You didn't, you, didn't, you didn't specify, Greg. Is that one for the bedroom or is that one to scare someone? Um, I think it has a dual purpose. So we're, we're going oh, with both. Yeah. We're going both. I like it. Yeah. Oh, Dark okay. Wookiee, Light Wookiee. Oh. Okay. Laura's like a major. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Laura, the face you made, the face you made, Laura, that, that picture is going on Twitter. Your mouth is so wide open. <laughs> yeah, have, have you guys been watching the uh, the new Boba Fett show? Yeah, Hello. I've been checking it out. Oh, okay. I like it. So the 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 dark Wookiee, that's the one I was talking about. Oh, so. that guy's cool. I like that one. Laura he's sexy. He's, he's, sexy. he's pretty sexy. <laughs> <laughs> I have to cover myself, Laura. Come on. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Well, let's go to let's go to Laura. She's scattered right now. She doesn't know what's happening. Uh, <laughs> Laura, what about you? What mask would you pick? In the bed, out the bed, wherever you want to go. <laughs> Where do you think, Laura? <laughs> Holy shit. Um, too many options for you. Well, in the bedroom, I'm just gonna go lioness. Come on, duh. Wait, a, li- a what? A lioness? Like a like a, a lion? Like a lion mask? Like Nala? Like thinking Nala from Lion King? Hmm. Well, the you- grown up Nala. Are you- <laughs> I'm not a child. <laughs> well, she she, she grows up in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody was thinking the cub. Yeah. <laughs> female female lions, lioness. They're the ones that hunt, that hmm. kill. You know. That's wait. That's the bedroom. The males you just scare sit one? and look pretty. Okay, so it's the bedroom, bro. The bit, really, bro? <laughs> are you um, are you adding a tail too? Mm. What are you adding a tail? Oh, you like, go the whole yeah. the whole outfit. Yeah, I'm gonna go tail mask and ju- just like a spandex bodysuit, maybe. <laughs> okay. Wow, interesting. Uh, I, I wanted to ask, like, is the mask like an actual like like a plastic lion mask, rubber? Did you like just decorate your paint your your face like with paint? This is too many fucking questions. <laughs> not thought this through. I have so many images in okay. my head. I'm trying to figure them out. <laughs> oh, get them out! Get them out! All right. All right, they're out there. Changing out. topics <laughs> to scare someone. I'm going gorilla mask, and I'm going to tell you why. Because when I was a young child, uh, it was Halloween, or it was like the day before Halloween, and. One of my cousins came to our house and went into the bathroom and put on a full gorilla outfit and came walking out. And I was maybe five or six years old. I have never been as scared in my entire life as I was. Wow. When this gorilla just walked out. 
I, I mean, I, I'm surprised I didn't have a heart attack on the spot. And even now to this day, when I go to the zoo, the gorillas are always just super close to the people, just kind of staring, oh, watching me. Yeah, yeah. yeah kind of looking at me like, dude, we're the <laughs> same. I'm about to <laughs> fuck your shit up. Yeah. <laughs> That's so, your number one scariest moment of your entire life? Wow. wow. One of them. Mask. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. All right. So gorilla mask out of the bedroom, cat mask, a lion mask in the bedroom. Okay. All right. Okay. I guess for me, like. Oh, I don't know. I guess I'm going to go, um, I'm going to go, I'm going to go in the bedroom. I'm going to go sloth because I like to take my time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I'm going to go sloth mask in the bedroom. Laura's shaking her head right now. Is that just just that as long just, as you didn't pick Bagul, mm-hmm. I, I'm okay with any mask you pick. Not, not a bull? No, Bagul. Bagul. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Should have picked but goal. He's a sexy motherfucker. Uh, let's see here. Uh, and then I guess to scare somebody, man, I think he's very dual purpose. Like Greg's, I feel like I can go sloth out of the bedroom too and fucking scare somebody. But wow. I, mine, mine would have to accompany with some type of like a claw, like glove, you know, because they have those long fucking claws, you know. You know, I just like, wow. I, I slowly come out from my corner like that. And then like my <laughs> finger just like comes towards you slowly. Tick- tickles your tootsies. Yeah, tickle your tootsies. Yeah. End the episode. We did it. <laughs> oh man, that's what oh, it's funny. Yes, yeah, so that's good answers, you guys. Good answers. Um, if anybody wants to email us in their answers, we can shout them out next week. Uh, you can email us conjecturingpod at gmail. You can hit us up Twitter, Instagram at conjecturingpod, voicemail, website, um, theconjecturing.com. Check it out there. Um, so let's see. So I think it's time to get to the movie. Let's get to the movie. Stop talking about it. <laughs> I just, just want to say, like, shit, oh. dude. There's way too many ways for people to hit us up. Like, 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 send us a letter, send us a pigeon, page us, fucking beep us. I mean, dude, there's so many. I'll break out my pager if it gets us a couple more followers. Someone needs to invite technology where you just send like a message and then it just goes to all those outlets. That's oh, called a wolf. 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 Yeah. Wolf. <laughs> what? <laughs> I've. It's from the it? office. It's from the office. Oh, wow. <laughs> Laura literally got That's up perfect. from her chair. That is got perfect. Got up from her chair. Laura got up. Usually, Laura just goes off screen and leans. That time, she got up <laughs> out of her chair to go like congratulate us. I guess me and her together recognizing that. Nice. We need a wolf, it, guys. Just for this episode, wolf. It. It a wolf. <laughs> it's more wolf for this episode, I guess. Apparently, yeah. Um. Yeah. Hit us up. Hit us up on wolf. Uh, wolf. Whatever. Fucking. Whatever it's called. Send us a Yelp. Whatever the fuck you want to call it. Um, let's see. Here. Let's let's get to the movie. Let's get to the fucking movie. People listening, watching are like, what's happening right now? They're drunk. Um, so like I said, uh, what are we at here? So it's time to creep. It's time to creep. Let's start creeping around. Let's watch the movie. We're gonna throw in a little trailer right here. Check it out. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we are uh, leaving the flatlands and we are heading up towards the mountaintop. The ad said $1,000 for the day, filming services. Discretion is appreciated. The yellow door. I'm realizing that no one knows I'm here. Hi! Oh, I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean to scare you. I'm assuming you're Aaron. Yeah, I'm Aaron. Joseph. Oh my god. Oh my god. This is gonna be a good day. So the reason I've hired you is because I have terminal brain cancer and I want you to film me to make a video diary for my unborn son. You ready for this? 
This is called an adventure. We don't know exactly where we're going, but I have a feeling. When you follow those feelings, great things can happen. Don't ever forget that. Joseph! <laughs> there was about two seconds there where it looked like you wanted to kill me. Joseph, I think I'm going to head back. One drink, okay? Bottoms up. Hello. You need to get out of that house right now. Scared. Don't be scared. It'll all be over soon. Alright, we're back. Uh, like I said, we're doing the movie Creep, a 2014 film uh, directed by, what do you got in here, Laura Patrick? Bryce? Mm -hmm. Patrick Bryce? Is that the... That's Aaron! That, that's Aaron in this that's movie, Aaron. right? Aaron. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, spoiler spoiler warning, of course. We're going to talk about the movie in detail. Um, so Aaron in this movie, his name is Patrick Bryce. He directed this movie. He directed Creep 2 and what? Creep 3? Which is supposed Apparently, to be... Apparently, there is a Creep 3 in that. the works. Yay. It's nice. a, a lot of creeping, man. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I feel um, like they need to make the, the logo CR33P. Ooh, <laughs> Three E's. Yeah, I like that. I like that. I like that. Uh, story, of course, is by Patrick and Mark Mark Duplass. Oh, have we Duplass? It, yeah, how do you pronounce it? Duplass. I think it's Duplass. <laughs> Duplass. <laughs> Duplass. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, the that guy. Uh, he fucking did the story with this shit too. Um, let's see. Interesting facts, Lori. Do you got interesting facts? I do. So Patrick and Mark are best friends in real life, and apparently this movie is completely improvised. Which actually, mm. Rob, wow. you totally called this, didn't Makes you? Sense, yeah. Yeah, and it it actually wasn't meant to be scary at first. It it mm. went from being it was supposed to be like a psychological black comedy, and it turned mm. into this like psychological horror film. So um, apparently, there is footage of at least three other alternate endings, and right. I don't know what they are. Oh shit! I don't know if we can get them, but Fuck, <sighs> I, I want to know and see them. You know? Yeah. Wow, that's fucking crazy. Wow. Yeah, I mean, yeah, definitely watching this movie. There's there's multiple scenes where they each kind of have like a quote unquote monologue where they're the Aaron guy's talking about peeing, peeing his <laughs> pants or whatever and shit. And like in that moment, I'm like, this feels super improvised. Improvised. Right. Like yeah. he's just talking way too long and shit. This is not scripted. Um, mm -hmm. And I forget what the other one is. One of uh, Mark's fucking little monologues he goes on and shit. So I think I called it out there, but that's fucking crazy. Yeah. All the, the alternate endings, that's fucking cool. I actually do want to see those. I shit. know. I want to know if they are so bad. Like I said, one of them better be he, he comes out of a wolf as fucking tries to like biting the guy to death or something like that. You know? <laughs> oh, that would man. be fucking awesome. Do you have any other interesting facts, Laura? I do. This kind of goes into main cast. I mean, it's only the two of them in this movie. Mark Duplass is Joseph and Patrick Bryce is Aaron. But apparently uh, Duplass's real life... Uh, his wife, Katie, makes the appearance as the voice of Angela, the sister, mm -hmm. nice. wife, okay. sister, whatever. Yeah. 
his wife. Nice. Well, nice. That was kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Uh, so like we said, main cast is literally just these two guys. Laura already called them out and shit. You got Joseph and Aaron in this movie. Those are the two characters. Um, yeah, so let's just, let's just talk about the movie uh, here a bit. I mean, like I said, you guys had both seen this before. This is my first time watching it and watching it as a watch party, which was kind of fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, what did you guys think of like, I don't know, kind of like the beginning of it, how it started. I on the watch party, I missed the first 10 minutes, so I wouldn't be able to tell you what I thought. Um, but uh, what, what do you think, Laura? I like this movie because when it starts and my first time seeing it, obviously, I just have no idea what to expect. I don't know what's going to happen. This can go in so many different directions. Um, I mean, I think we were talking about this a lot tonight, but from the beginning, something feels really off with the main guy. So, you know, when Aaron gets there and he's, it's a job, he's going to get paid a thousand dollars to videotape this guy and kind of whatever he wants for the next eight hours. You're kind of like, this feels weird. Bail, bail, but he Mm -hmm. doesn't. (laughs) We talked about that a lot at the watch party. And that's what I love about the beginning is just, I don't know how serious this guy is. I don't know if he's lying or not. I don't know if he can be like a bad guy or a violent guy or, and you know, I I don't know how serious the situation is for Aaron, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I definitely right away before my fucking watch party cut out and shit, um, I was kind of not surprised is the right word, but I was kind of uh, happy that I was like, oh shit, is this found footage? This is going to be like a found footage film. And I'm like, oh, cool. Like, that's going to give more credence to to me. They're always creepier than like a normal movie to me. Um, So I actually did like that. Uh, What about you, Greg, as far as like the opening kind of like how it started? Yeah, I'm with Laura on the on the uh, the realism of it. You know, you don't know what's happening just because it seems very plausible to me. And Mm. and I think this movie came out before Tusk. Am I right about that? I would believe Ooh. so. I think, I think so. Do you want to look it up real fast, Laura, while we're talking? Yeah, about it yeah. might be the same year, actually. And, and the reason I say that is because while we were watching it, I just got these, I got Tusk vibes, where a guy mm-hmm. is- Same so, year. Same year? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. So they, it's I not like that. one oh, was pulling material from the other, but this is, you know, Craigslist, uh, eBay, and all of these other sites where you can do like personal solicitations for like just Wait, freelance eBay? work. You can eBay solicitations on eBay? No, but there was, I think, a time when e- eBay first started where you, where it wasn't as organized and you could, couldn't you like meet up with people to, to, to buy and sell stuff? I don't know. I, but, have, I have no idea. That sounds crazy to me. Greg yeah. would know. Yeah, I guess that's <laughs> yeah, I'm on all the time. Yeah. But, it just seems very plausible. And look, so he's being paid a thousand dollars to go and film some somebody do you know something personal mm-hmm. project for a day. It seems plausible. Like I, you know, I don't, I've never done freelance work like that. But you go, wow, you're getting paid, you know, you know, a grand to do camera work for a day. Like, how hard could it be? You're not driving, you know, too far. The mountains, it's pretty high, but. Um, it just seems like it seems very plausible to me, and it kind of sets it up like setting the the movie up in a, in a realistic way. Um, always gets me because like I think what you find is in a lot of horror movies that we watch, they set you up with a jump, you know, a a hook, something to to grab you and scare you. But that's so on the other side of that coin is setting you up very slowly for realism, and I find that I really appreciate those types of movies. So it was very much that way for the first five minutes. He's just driving up, and you could you know he even had a couple of jokes in there. He's like, this could be you know some middle aged or forty fifty year old woman who just wants to see. Uh, you know, a handsome young guy pull up to her house or something like that. And like, you know, he's like joking about what it could be, right? Which lends to the to the realism too. Like he knows that 
well, I guess we can debate his intelligence throughout this movie, but he has some <laughs> sense of like, hey, it could be shady, it could be not. So yeah. it's not totally ridiculous that he's doing this. Yeah. Mm, that's probably yeah. true. That's probably true. It, like you mentioned, Laura, as far as like the the Mark the Plus character, Joseph, right? Joseph is the main mm-hmm. creeper in this movie. Um, as far as far as like you saying, like when you first meet him, like he just seems so weird and awkward, and you know, um, my only negative to that is like we know it's a horror movie. You know, yeah. like, like we know it is. So like as much as it's, a, it's almost like it's not a shocker. It's not like a twist. It's not like anything you like, you know, what's going to happen. So it almost takes away a little bit of the, the power from it, uh, of mm. what happens in it. Like, I wish, I wish like, you know, like they go like, they have like Sundance film festivals and shit like that. And uh, I forget they just had, I think they just had one recently. It's like a horror film festival. I forget what it's fucking called, but I, w- I really wish I could go and watch movies like that where you literally know nothing about what's coming up, yeah. other than like a title, maybe a synopsis, um, and then watch things like that. Because w- if I would have been able to watch this movie knowing nothing, not even knowing it's a horror movie, I think I would have been like, oh wow, this is kind of weird, and maybe this is kind of like a dark comedy. Maybe they're gonna like hook up at the end or something like that. Because yeah. I don't know that. And then when he gets you know, of course, killed, and then it's like, oh shit, this guy's fucking crazy. But like once you already establish like oh it's a horror movie it kind of loses a little bit of like the the shock of what's eventually gonna happen because like yeah. you said Greg instantly you're like oh it's fucking Tuss this guy's gonna get fucking murdered you know it's the only thing I kind of like dislike about knowing sometimes about things like this you know yeah, yeah. like it's it to me it's, it's yes and no like I I totally agree with you when you see him roll up to the to the car you know there's a jump scare he slams on the window and he kind of has this like plastered grin on his face you're like okay it's ridiculous but i i still think like throughout the movie they did a really good job of blurring the lines between creepy and like the guy that everybody like i feel like we all know a guy like this in our life like who has a very you greg yeah i know you (laughs) (laughs) they're just like eccentric characters that like you go okay if he were in a movie he he could probably kill somebody but they actually make that guy into this movie so i don't know like i understand it's it seems like to take the teeth out of the fact that he is the bad guy but if you can kind of like sit comfortably and like imagine yourself that's how i watched the movie i imagined myself as this guy who rolled up there to like a cabin and just kind of opened my mind to say uh what if i were in this situation like i was gauging every step of the way because he almost takes like one step back and two steps forward every time he's um he's really really creepy but then he kind of walks it back and and he is like vulnerable and open to where Mm -hmm. if you're a person i feel like i'm in a lot of ways a very forgiving person i I try to be optimistic with certain people and like give them the benefit of the doubt even though other people are like red flag man don't do that (laughs) so i could see where being a, a forgiving type of person you let that other person take up the slack every time they do something like weird and creepy like that so yeah i i was kind of on the fence about what you're talking about yeah yeah uh, what what did you guys think of like? I mean, there's only two people in this whole movie, but like, what did you guys think of like their their acting in this movie? As much as it's all improvised and shit like that, what, what do you think, Laura? I I thought it worked. It was super mm-hmm. effective. Like, I think they both nailed their respective roles. At you know, you could argue that Joseph's character, you know, the actor Mark Duplass, he he plays the same role in a lot of stuff, and I know that's a negative for some people, but I still think it worked. <laughs> He was able to turn that comedic side into like 
I don't know if this is creepy or not. I yeah. don't know if this is something <laughs> I should be backing away from, red flag, or, you know, I, so I really liked that. And knowing that it's mostly improvised is always super impressive for me. Yeah. Yeah, I thought I thought their acting was good. I mean, you could tell, like, right away that, like, these guys know each other, like, in real life. Like, they're able to just banter back and forth mm-hmm. for dialogue and shit like that, which is why I was like, oh, I'm pretty sure it's improvised. And and Laura was shocked that the was like Aaron's guy, the Aaron guy is like the director and shit. Laura, yeah, you I just thought he was an actor, was, I guess. Or, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I watched this and I'm like, oh, these guys clearly have known each other for a very long time, like they're friends, you know. So I just assumed that. I mean, who's the but director? See, they're not, not friends in this movie. I don't get that vibe no. that they're friends in this movie. So no, they do a good job. They do do a good job, but just the back and forth dialogue means like you've known somebody a long time. Like you don't need a yeah. pause because you're like, what's this? As an actor, what's this person going to say? What's yeah. this character going to say? You know what I mean? So I yeah. actually thought it worked really well. Hmm. Uh, what about you, Greg, as far as like their acting or anything like that? Yeah, I thought they had great acting. Um, very convincing. I think Mark Duplass was very, very convincing. Like I said, all the way to the almost the end of the movie when he has that line and he drops it. And he says, I'm, I'm lonely. I found myself almost forgiving a lot of the stuff that he did. <laughs> previously in the movie like am i am i the you know uh next victim yeah gullible guy am i the next victim <laughs> yeah, exactly i would be <laughs> but he's very convincing in in walking back the crazy things that he says which yeah. is I, I think kind of a, a key theme in this movie yeah i wanted to ask you guys because i missed like i said the whole first 10 minutes of this movie and shit for the watch party i wasn't asked you guys uh, there ha- there was a point of course where the the joseph character has to explain like what's happening why he's there filming his yeah. whole thing is what he he's gonna die he has cancer and he wants to leave this for his son lord do you want to explain yeah what it was? yeah basically he like had cancer beat it and then they found a brain tumor and you know it he's gonna die in the next few weeks or months and then he shares that he has a wife and a and she's pregnant with like their son and so he wants to make these videos for his son because he knows he's gonna pass away soon mm-hmm. so i mean that story in itself is like of course anyone's gonna be like oh man feel bad yeah i, I agree i was gonna story. ask I, I wasn't there to see you know mark duplass acting in that scene to me it's the very more the, one of the most pivotal scenes is you have to nail that like you have to care for what he's saying. You have to believe it. Yeah. Did he yeah. did he do that well in, in that delivery? I he did that. because he even <clears throat> he even referenced like a Michael Keaton movie, I think, that had the mm. same type of theme. So mm-hmm. he's trying to he's a great liar, essentially. Yeah. In this. What he's doing is trying to sell this idea that, you know, I didn't just come up with this by myself. I got the idea and it happens to fit my situation. And he gives him this huge sob story about him being a cancer survivor. But you know, only to up to a certain stage when it entered his brain and he can't mm-hmm. do it anymore. I thought he was very convincing. Yeah. Um, and from the, from the get go, see what it is, is from the beginning of the movie, he sets the bar very low. He clearly walks up to the window. He's a creep. Yeah. He has weird facial expressions. So when you set the bar that low, this is like he's the thanks killing, uh, effect here. When you set the bar that low, there's nothing that you, can't do that would scare people off so by giving this genuine heartfelt story he's really like selling himself and i think yeah, yeah he, he definitely sold the guy on staying and yeah, he mm-hmm. keeps randomly just like jumping out and scaring him for the fuck of it <laughs> you know yes. <laughs> which i guess if you establish that in like your first meeting of somebody like i'm gonna jump out and scare you like haha like this is funny right then i guess like every time you do it it's not like 
you're not like scared. You're not like, oh my God, this guy's a murderer. And you're they like, had a reason for it too. They had a reason when they were out hiking. I think what he was saying was because he had this brush with death, he appreciate in some way he appreciates life now. So he was trying to get a draw out of him and say, how does it feel to be scared? You know what I mean? Like, and so he was trying to almost justify why he would do this wild shit. It's because, you know, oh, he yeah. felt this and he wants him to feel it now to see how <laughs> exhilarating it feels to appreciate every moment of your life and all this stuff. So like, I think he seems like, so he's obviously very creepy and he seems like a weird dummy, but I think he's actually pretty, pretty smart. Yeah. Um, if yeah. you think about it. Yeah. It's like Hannibal Lecter okay. shit. Like you're fucking actually like a genius, but you're just yeah. a fucking psychopath, you know? Right. Yeah. Um, let's talk about like whether you want to call them jump scares, scares, just weird things that fucking happen through this movie. He's in a bathtub and shit at one point. There's just like a lot of it's weird because it's like it's awkward, but it's also creepy. It, it has this it goes on this borderline of like, is this creepy? Is this just weird? It makes you uncomfortable. Yeah, it just makes you uncomfortable. Yeah. Do you want to shout out any of them, Laura, that really like either scared you or made you weird or uncomfortable? What do you think, Laura? Well, the jump scares, some of them get me, some of them don't and i think that it works in this movie because even though like you said you know it's a horror movie when you're first watching this you don't you still don't know what he's capable of i mean this movie could just end with him being a weirdo who's just freaking someone out yeah you you don't know which way this is gonna go so (laughs) it's like you get a few of these jump scares and you're like all right this weirdo is just jumping out at me but then it's almost like the first time i saw this i still wasn't expecting him to do it again and Mm -hmm. again and again Mm -hmm. and usually it's just a joke so those jump scares were weirdly effective in that way yes and i feel like that wouldn't work normally you know it doesn't have the right formula to be something that's successful in other horror movies um but yeah i love the uncomfortableness of this movie the scenes where there's no talking and it's it's silent for too long and so it becomes kind of awkward. Um, you know, maybe Joseph will say something and Aaron like won't respond right away because it's like, uh, I, yeah. I don't know how to respond to this. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then it, you know, kind of makes your anxiety go up. And I, that's the part of this movie that I was really drawn to yeah. that I think is great. Yeah, I think for me, like the the jump scares work as far as like we're calling jump scares because he's literally jumping out and scaring him. (laughs) It's really to the definition of the word. Um, But for me, like the visuals don't really get me every time other than like the first time they show the wolf mask in the closet. That's a that's a super hard cut. It's right there. Like, holy shit. What is that? It very it reminded me very much of hosts when they do that one cut in hosts Mm. and you see the date, the demon close up. Mm -hmm. I got fucking scared. But for me, like the jump scares in this movie when he jumps out, like the visual, I'm not scared of. It's Aaron, the the guy videoing, screams so yes. loud that yeah. that makes me jump because I hear it. And I'm like, oh my yeah. god, like what is that? So it's more like the audio for me in those ones. Now, what about you, Greg? As far as jump scares or anything weird? Yeah, I. I if you told a person that <clears throat> who hadn't seen this movie there are half a dozen jump scares in the same exact repeated fashion. You you couldn't convince them that it would be effective. You, they would go, that's ridiculous because we all know that we hate seeing that in, in horror movies. But I think what it is is after you get scared, there's a, I think a quick moment in your brain or in your heart where you look back and you, you, you question whether or not you were justified in getting scared. There was that when he turned the camera and he just looked, he looked at a couple of trash bags hanging on the wall 
and it jolted. I got scared <laughs> in the in the in the stream, and people were making fun of me. But I look back and I go, he, the fact that it really wasn't. I don't know. I I liked getting. I think what it is you liked getting scared out of those because you can justify it. Mm-hmm. You know that this is a quirky guy. You know that he's doing it for the fun of it. They're not trying to artificially scary or at least that's the the message that comes across so yeah. i actually you know you almost appreciate those those jump scares because it, it fits his wild narrative um but yeah i think the other part that i liked was i did like the uncomfortable silence like you, you were talking about laura i remember reading this uh, article i think last week somewhere saying that different cultures throughout the world um handle awkward silences in different ways like you know certain countries in europe they actually they they like longer uh, uh, periods of silence and in africa it's even longer but they say in the united states after about three or four seconds of of silence it gets very very uncomfortable and yes. people just just can't handle it in our, in our culture because we're very like we just want to get to the next thing we want to say something mm-hmm. we just can't handle it so there was so much of that in this movie and it just added to i think it added to the tension um mm-hmm. Because you just don't know, you know, I, I found myself looking at, uh, what is his name? Joseph. Looking at Joseph, even though I, I had seen this movie before, I'm looking at him in this movie trying to convince myself that he is like a murderous psychopath and not just a weird guy. And it's hard to yeah. tell from scene to scene. I so They do it so yeah. well. That's true. Um, what do you guys want to talk about? Tootsies? You want to talk about feet? <laughs> <laughs> it seemed like it was the biggest like running joke, I think, uh, through the whole watch party, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Do you want to describe, Laura, what we're talking about from this movie? So, in the beginning, one of the most awkward scenes is he pretty much right away, like, has Aaron come upstairs, and he's starting to get naked because he's about to take a bath. Right right, right away, the first time, I've never seen this movie before, I'm like, like, oh, this guy just wants to bone him. (laughs) This has nothing to do with a documentary. I was already like, this guy's a liar, but not for the reason that you all think it's because he's just wanted to seduce this guy. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's very bizarre. Um, And so he, you know, wants him to film in, in the bath. And because these videos are for his, you know, son, unborn son, quote unquote, he pretends that he has the son in the bath with him, this invisible baby. And so he's talking to him like, oh, tubby time. And oh, look at your little tootsies and <laughs> pretending to pick up the foot and smell it and be like, oh, stinky. <laughs> it's actually what I do with my son in the bathtub, actually. Not it's what it. we literally yeah, all do so. with our children. Yeah. But, but I actually have a child there for real. <laughs> yeah. But I have and to there's say. There's not a stranger <laughs> videotaping it. <laughs> the whole thing is really weird, of yeah. course. But what cracks me up is that. <laughs> The first time Greg ever saw this movie was luckily with me and my husband and Greg's wife. And we had seen it once before and we're like, oh, let's watch this movie. Like it was pretty good. And we watched it. And for some reason, you know, none of us were parents back then. This was a long time ago. Greg thought the Tootsie was so funny (laughs) that we have been joking about Tootsies for like a decade. (laughs) And so when I'm like, we're going to watch Creep. All Greg's been doing is posting feet pictures, yeah. like emojis. <laughs> no, wait, hold on. Let's get good not feet pictures, like the emoji of the foot, <laughs> the toes. <laughs> is it? Is it? Was it back then, Greg? Was it like just the word tootsies you thought was funny, or like the premise? It's, it's, or what? it's something. No, it's something that your great great grandmother yeah. Gertrude said to you when you were four, and they haven't used that phrase for you know sixty years. 
in popular culture. So the fact that he brought it in, he's like this, you know, middle-aged man. And he's like throwing that word around. Uh, it's just, I don't know. It just got, got me. It's got me. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Yeah. And then, I mean, I mean, yeah. Then later on in the movie, uh, the, they actually do like a close up shot of Aaron's, uh, tootsies you know and we were just all <laughs> bust- we were, we were all busting up being like look at those feet look at those tootsies and yeah so this is like er- so many references of feet in, in this movie there's for no reason at all you know just just for fucking something stupid uh, uh but it, it was pretty funny though in that moment let's see here uh do you guys want is there anything else like comedic wise i mean i don't even think that was supposed to be funny but <laughs> is there anything else comedic wise because this is t- considered technically a horror comedy dark comedy whatever you want to call it is there anything else funny wise that got you guys for me one of the things i laughed at hysterically and i don't know why is is towards the beginning when when uh they're walking in the woods together the the mark Duplass guy just like sprints off into the woods <laughs> and for some they're reason off the path. yeah for some reason like the way he ran the speed he ran at so quickly <laughs> It just for some reason it made me laugh. I was just like, like, what is happening? Why is he sprinting? I don't know why. It just made me laugh like that. It was, that was trying to be a wolf. I, yeah, I guess so. I guess so. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Lord? Anything make you like chuckle in this movie? There were little things, which is why I loved learning that this movie wasn't technically a horror movie in the beginning. Like, I feel like a lot of the things that happened towards the beginning of the movie, you could see they were going in a slightly different direction. And I love that it like organically turned into this horror film. It's like but- organ- organically, he's like, I want to kill you for real. Yeah. I'm just going to kill you now. I don't like you right now for some reason. <laughs> same scene i love when they're doing their little hiking through the woods and it's one of the first time that joseph is like here i'm gonna videotape you and he makes him like swing on a on a branch oh yeah like Mm -hmm. you can just tell aaron is like so out of his element he took off his shoes and socks and he like rolled up his jeans it looks so funny yeah and he does his little (laughs) swing on the branch and he's super uncomfortable and he's trying to get back and super stiff and his shirt comes up and his like belly comes out a little and you can just tell he's like it's just i don't know why but that made me laugh because it's so it's real life like we're yeah, not yeah. all just swinging around like tarzan you know like that's that's <laughs> fucking real life i love yeah, it exactly yeah. i mean yeah the whole like walk scene in, in the first third of this movie is all pretty like it's all kind of funny it's all funny like when they find the the rock-shaped heart hole and then he he writes their initials with a heart around it on a rock it's right like, what is l plus like, a or whatever it is yeah it's like, just like plus what, a. what is happening right now like what is this is so ridiculous what about you greg any like comedic things that stand out to you yeah i i i cracked up when he's when he did the the heart with the j with the uh whatever j plus a and that was pretty funny but then i would say the only other moment for me was like the main scene like in the middle of the movie i don't know if you guys want to jump into it where He's trying to get out of the house, right? It made you laugh, though. No, the well, at at first it was horrifying, but then like <laughs> when the man oh, started like, like Jack gyrating his hips like oh. around oh, okay. the, the front door, I was like, "This is ridiculous." <laughs> yeah, let, well, let, let's get into it then, because I, I think the main thing you kind of take away from this movie, other than Tootsie's, is is the wolf mask. Is uh, what does he call it? He calls it a fuzzy. What does he call it? A furry? Peach fuzz. Peach fuzz. He, he calls the mask peach fuzz. That's what he titles mm-hmm. the mask. You know, I have my mask tonight. I wore it for almost the whole watch party. Yeah. Little, <laughs> my fucking mask here. Uh, yeah. So what did you guys think of the mask? Laura, I know you thought it was creepy, Laura. What do you think of that mask? Yeah, it's scary. It's totally scary. Totally scary. And, he, and even after you know it's a mask, you know it's just him in it. 
I don't know why, but him like even as much as you're laughing while he's gyrating in it, you're just like, this is so fucked up. He's like yes. this. I mean, this yeah. gives me like shit. <laughs> uh, more or less. Uh, what about you, Greg? The mask. Mask is horrifying. I swear, <laughs> when I was younger, we had some family friends living with us for a while. They had a Halloween mask that looked just like that. Oh, and man. there, there's something about like the way that it protrudes out. You can see like the open mouth yeah. and the teeth. It looks very realistic. And then around it, there's really no discernible edge to where it like clamps onto his head. Like you can't see any straps. There's just like, it's almost like maybe human hair. It seems like straggly <laughs> human hair around this wolf mask that almost like blends wolf with man and, and it's and the rest of his clothing is all black too so he literally just looks like a like i think i said in the in the chat he looked like a homeless wolf man like <laughs> it, and, wolf man. and it's creepy the way that and then when he stands in front of the front door he's literally got his arms up and like by the door yeah. jam and his foot down he's blocking the way and the funny thing is is we're talking about in this movie He's not an imposing guy. He's just, I don't know, he, he weighs, what, maybe like a buck 80 or something yeah. at most or even less. And he's probably like a normal height, 5'8 type of guy. Probably. But just yeah. the way that it was shot, the lighting in the house, the mask, and the timing because he's coming downstairs. He doesn't know where he is. And he's just standing there like that. I don't care if you are, I'm sorry, Laura, if you're The Rock or Jason Momoa uh -huh. coming down the stairs, you're not immediately going through that front door. You're like, you're going to be scared out of your mind at what you're looking yeah. at. Oh, uh, totally. It's terrifying. That's yeah. true. That's true. Yeah, I thought, I thought the mask was like creepy, like you said, Greg. It's not like comedic enough or like fake enough that you're like, oh, it's like fake. But then it's not like overly done to where you're like, oh my God, they try to make it look so much like a real wolf. It's this weird middle ground where you're just like, what the mm -hmm. fuck? It's kind of awkward and weird. And yeah. I mean, the story... The story with it is weird. I, I feel like anything in this movie, it's always the story that accompanies something that makes it worse. Yeah. What, what actually does he tell a story about this mask? Something like his father gave it to him or some shit like that, right? Is that what he says? No, he got it at a, at a 99 cent store to, uh -huh. to fuck with his oh, wife. Oh. <laughs> literally. <laughs> Wait, that's the that's the real story? Well, I that thought, was his revised Yeah, that's his story revised at first. Story. When, oh, when he I, saw it in the closet. Yeah, he yeah. said something in the beginning when when he spotted it in the closet that it was like a st uh, mask that was passed down by his father or something yeah. like that. That was, they would play and scare that. each other at yeah. it for fun. I mean, I can see why you completely forget about that and you go to the other fucking story he tells <laughs> later on. Because I mean, let's get into that story. Like that's that's honestly that's the point. I mean, up to this point in the movie, it's probably be halfway. I would say the halfway mark. You're you're already like this guy's weird. He's a weirdo. Like we probably he's yeah. probably gonna definitely kill this guy eventually. But nothing's really happened severe yet until this point when yeah. quote unquote they turn the, he turns the camera off because he needs to tell him like a secret he did something bad. And yeah. then Laura, do you want to describe now what he tells and the story he tells? And wait, put on my mask. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, you guys. Oh, there we go, Greg. Both of us. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> Tell your story, Larry. Go for it. We'll put our masks like this. I feel like I gotta go get my like Donnie Darko mask and one up all right, you guys. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think Greg's a creepy. Mine's all cute. Greg's like a creepy chewy over there. Yeah. Greg's is really scary. Yeah. <laughs> he tells a story that he finds all of this animal pornography, like horrible shit, on his browsing history. And it was from his wife. Again, quote unquote wife. And what he does is, is he leaves her home one day and he goes, he says he's going to work and he goes to a 99 cent store where he finds this mask. And then he essentially goes back to the house, pretends to break in and ties her up and rapes her 
Although he keeps saying I raped my wife, but his wife clearly wanted it. So yeah, because he, he, the way he described it, he said like we had like animalistic love or something. Yeah, like that. yeah. You know, she was. Anyway. It just seemed like he didn't say like she fought me. He was just yeah, like we, we had animalistic exactly. love, right? And then he said that then he climbed back out the window, came back as himself, like the next day. Said how was your night? And she had a little smile and was like it was fine. Mm-hmm. And that they never I didn't talked about it. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah so. That story's fucking crazy. But what's even crazier is then you realize when he's lying about all these stories, the fact that someone's brain can come up with these stories, these elaborate, crazy, detailed stories. Mm-hmm. That is just such a sounds like the history of Ari Aster. I was just gonna say that sounds like my every other Saturday. Like I'll just come up with weird <laughs> shit like that, write it down, you know, weird stories, you know. Fuck. But he's like a compulsive liar. He's a yeah. psychopath, right. you know? Mm-hmm. It's it's kind of impressive, actually. <laughs> that's he like, told that's you. how you know how uh, sick he is. So Laura's falling for him now. Uh oh, watch out. No, um, no, no. <laughs> Laura wants her husband to pop on a wolf mask and jump in the window and shit. Oh god, uh, no. <laughs> I know, because I, I think Greg, you're the one that brought up the point while in the watch party of like, wait, who untied her then? Like how did she get free then? Yeah. You know? There are several holes. I mean, first of all, that mask, there's no oh, way that's oh, ninety nine oh, cents. Okay. Like a hundred dollar mask. I don't know where you get the mask. Uh, But uh, yeah, then yeah, he says like he leapt out the window and like left her there. I mean, it's just I don't know. Then how did she get unbound from the bed? It's kind of. I guess I guess he didn't specify. Maybe he tied her up. You know, then he broke in. He untied her and they did it. Then he just jumped out. He didn't like retie her up again. Maybe right. You know. Well, this you know what's something that I think uh, Kelly in the chat mentioned. She, she, I think she put in all caps, like, he needs to ask more questions. And this yeah. is like something that was so funny. Like, you're watching this, and again, maybe this plays a little bit into the theme. You're watching this movie. He's not asking him any questions or prodding him in any uh, level of comprehensive detail, like, to get to the actual truth. He's like taking right. literally everything in face value, which is interesting because I think like when people, like, we get so used to people who are, immediately vulnerable and open and transparent we just immediately take what they have to say for granted like okay well if you're willing to tell me that like i'm sure everything is fine but you don't realize like that's like textbook sociopath is like they're they will at least you know pretend to tell you the most open stuff so you can you know so they can gain your trust right and that's how he was manipulated this whole movie so like that story just flew he he jumped right into it. it was like oh man that's that's terrible it's messed up because it i think it it almost plays into why maybe he's so mentally disturbed at least that's how he was trying to sell it um yeah. and so this guy gobbled it up he was like oh you know wow that's a terrible story but you know i feel bad for you almost yeah i mean this this is the point it's it's the point in the movie where you, you have that reveal of like oh shit this is really fucked up but to me it's also the point where my negatives start with this movie because it's like why doesn't this guy fucking just leave like that's clearly not yeah. something is normal you know what i mean like what the fuck is right. happening here and then you have a whole half the other half of this movie where the guy continuously like doesn't leave or keeps doing this and we'll get to the ending what he fucking does at the end which is even stupider to just not leave um but but i feel like that it is the start of like the negatives of this movie of like why aren't you just leaving why are you still mm-hmm. here why are you still even talking to this guy and i know he does try to leave and he gets his keys hidden and shit like that but it's like you're you're not just leaving you're not just running we were making the joke saying like i would just be running down the street i don't give a fuck about my yeah. car like i don't give a shit you know put that shit and put the parking brake off let it roll down a hill like i'm good as far as it goes and shit um but but what what about uh as far as like beyond that now laura I feel like the, you know, okay, we kind of touched upon this, but he tries to keep him there, invites him in for another drink. Um, 
Aaron finally does something. He finally drugs him, right, to, to try yeah. to leave. And that's like the whole wolf scene that we were discussing. But what I think is kind of a good twist and kind of the the real when the ending really begins is after he puts on the wolf mask and scares the shit out of him. They have like a, Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. They have like a (laughs) scuffle. And then the next scene you see is Joseph's character with trash bags, really heavy ones. And he's digging a hole. So you're like, Oh shit, he killed him. And now he's about to bury his body in trash bags. And then all of a sudden it pauses and you're like, actually, I've seen this movie three or four times and I was like, oh shit, I think my screen froze. Yeah. I really <laughs> thought that. I did the same thing. Yeah. yeah. And then all of a sudden it pulls away like, and it's, it's Aaron. He's fine. And he's like, oh yeah, I got out. This is what happened. And then he sent me this video and you're like, oh shit. Yeah. At this point, you think you have the movie figured out. You're like, mm-hmm. all right, he killed him. Whatever. Right. Yeah. But you kind of get this additional 10 minutes where Aaron escaped. But this guy is straight stalking him. He's at his house. He's looking at him through windows. He's going through his trash. He's sending him weird things in boxes and weird videos. And it's like, <laughs> oh, shit. And I agree. My negative is like, leave your own house. Yeah, that's my thing, too. It was like, leave, move. Go I'm stay done. with a friend where yeah. no one could track you. I mean, yeah. he's not that smart. He's but see, smart, the, but he's not going to find him. The weird thing about this entire process is, <clears throat> and whether or not he should run, I, I think it's part of the brilliance of this movie is that he had so many clear opportunities to kill him if he wanted to. Yeah. Right? He took him into the yeah. forest by himself. He had him standing at the edge of the rock when he said, look down. He could have just pushed him off. So if mm-hmm. he were a violent killer and, and, and you know, uh, he had so many chances to actually carry out a murder. And the fact that he didn't, I think, Aaron was convinced that he was just dealing with a disturbed individual, not someone who had murderous tendencies, but someone who was damaged in the past emotionally and just had mental problems. And even like toward the end, right? If he knew where he lived, couldn't he just stalk him and kill him or crash a car into him? I think he he didn't realize he's almost just like playing with his food in a sense, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But he didn't he didn't Ooh. think about it like that. He just thought he's I've got a weirdo on my case and um which I think it's got, that's got to be a weird gray area for a lot of people out there who are in real life, right? Who are being stalked by someone. Like, this is a common thing. People get stalked by other people. And I think it's hard to get a restraining order if they don't show like a, t- a, uh, a means of hurting you. If they're just like calling you or emailing you or sending you messages, I think you can't like get a block order to do that. So uh, it just people, I think this movie kind of reflects that. Like this is a reality that a lot of people who are being stalked. There's nothing you can do about it. So you just leave it alone and just hope that they lose interest or something. So like I, as much as we were <laughs> talking in the chat, watching this movie, when we would be out, I think a couple of people were, were would have bailed before, you know, in the first five yeah. minutes walking up that, you know, steep ass driveway. But um, <laughs> I think in, in the, re- the reality the situation is, is if you are, being commissioned to do a job for a lot of money and the person maybe has red flags, but they are also like showing that they are just maybe weird and not trying to immediately outright kill you. I think a lot of people would do what this guy did and just see it through. Yeah. I don't know. It sounds unreasonable watching it as a movie, but I don't know. I agree actually, because I, you know what? There've been tons of situations where I might've felt slightly uncomfortable. You guys are both dead. But no, I mean, there've been times where I felt slightly uncomfortable, but you almost stay because you feel bad, which is kind of like what Kelly was saying, you know? So I, I definitely see that. I do think I would have still left. 
clearly in this situation. Yeah. Probably when he was undressing, I would have been like, I didn't, I'm not getting a thousand dollars to videotape you undressing in the bathtub. But you know what, Greg, you just made me realize something. Not, I mean, this is kind of skipping ahead, but you know, he does this to many people. Like he, he claims Aaron is his favorite one because like you said, he was almost like playing with his food. He's a wolf and he really played with him and couldn't believe that his food still trusted him after oh, all yeah. these times right. where he scared him and fucked with him. But it, it makes me realize that in the land of the story, he actually probably does this to five times as many people as we see at the end. But if they're smart enough and they run away, he doesn't go after it. Think of a real wolf. Mm. A real wolf is chasing an animal for that kill and the animal outruns it. That wolf doesn't keep running after it. He's just like, all right, fuck it. And he waits for the right. next animal that's not as smart, not as fast. Does it? Do you know like wolf lore lore? <laughs> Most animals. Like you oh, see no. Animal Planet, you see videos of lions, same thing. Like they might try to go after an elephant. And if they can all get an elephant, that's great. They'll eat it. But sometimes the elephant is just like bucking this one yeah, lion. Yeah, and they go, it's he not worth it. enough times. Yeah, yeah, the lion's just like, fuck it. All and right. what do they do? They always go after, the best alternative is to go after like a youngling that can't defend itself that's weak, like Aaron like in this Aaron. movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah, He kept calling himself a baby in his dreams. <laughs> I kept calling him a baby during the watch party. I was like, pretty sure this guy's my age, maybe even older in real life. Who knows? But he's like a six foot six baby. He's like so tall, six foot six baby. Yeah, he is very tall. Yeah. Now I need to know how old this guy. Uh, that's funny yeah i think let's just talk about the ending let's talk about the ending like i said he plays yeah. with this fucking food for a while and shit aaron thinks he's fucking I love escaped. that yeah, he thinks he's escaped he keeps sending him fucking dvds to watch and <laughs> it's like he's like <laughs> it's like he sent him almost like a uh like a dating video where he's like filming himself in the wilderness and he's like trying to like almost seduce him back to like come hang out with me i'm just misunderstood i want to be your friend and shit and he sends him a locket with a heart and other pictures in it i actually laughed at that i thought that was pretty fucking funny that's um, fucked up man yeah uh but uh, yeah then eventually fucking aaron does to me the stupidest fucking thing and that's the point where i'm like fuck this is dumb aaron goes back to actually have another conversation with him and that's the point you guys where i'm just like this is fucking dumb like to me that lost a rating to me because i'm like after all that shit after him clearly stalking you at your home sending you shit no matter what these other tapes said you still want to be like oh, i well, i'm gonna give him the shadow of the doubt like fuck that shit what what do you think laura about that i think that's the point of this movie though aaron's character is like this too good too nice guy and a lot of people are like that so he keeps having these moments where you know he's losing no it's not oh no you're fine you're fine i'm just like not agreeing with you at all (laughs) i was like i'm cutting out i'm cutting out no you're 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 fine i'm just like saying like uh, besides the love locket which if that's all he sent him was a love locket that i'd be like okay you're a nice guy he sent him a fucking butcher knife like no like no matter how nice you are no but see rob i mean you're smart and you're not like that and that's fine but some people out there this is so sad but this is what they do they're in like abusive relationships, maybe mm-hmm. like, you know, and, and this is what they do. It's like they could have a spouse who straight up beats them up and yeah. they still stay because they're like, oh, he's changing or she's changing and they're not going to do that anymore. And and that's kind of the point of this is like 
maybe Aaron was also very lonely and he just kept getting, you know, he just kept forgiving and like, oh, well, he's mentally ill. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll just, maybe he really does just need somebody and he feels bad. And we think that's dumb because we wouldn't do that. But a lot of people do that. I, I get what you're saying, but like, I don't think at any point in the first half of this movie, which, you know, like it's them like meeting each other. I don't think at any point they have like a buddy buddy moment where it's like when Aaron is like, well, we're best friends now, like being like that vibe. I feel like through the whole thing, even the beginning, he's always kind of like like half laughing. I'm like, oh, yeah, OK. You're like always uncomfortable. So I feel yeah. like you saying that at the end where he's like longing for this like friendship or being like, I'm going to give him another try because like he's a good guy. He's a good friend. I don't feel like that's ever established in the first half, which to me, it's why it doesn't work. If they had known each other for fuck, if they had known each other for like 10 years and then his friend like turned on him, then yeah, maybe it would work. To me, there was no moment where Aaron seemed like he fucking actually was friends, wanted to be friends with this guy at all. What do you think? I agree. I agree with that. I think think it's, yeah, I I, I agree. So this is, you guys are probably both right. I don't think he wanted to be friends, but like you said, Laura, I think he yeah. feels bad. I think it's entirely possible looking at his lifestyle. He's, he clearly seems to be like a lonely guy himself. Maybe he lives by himself yeah. in a sort of small cramped place. He's a, a, like a freelance worker. So he's free to go wherever he wants to go. Right. He's not tied down to one place. Who knows? What if I think what you see in general is, you know, um, people who are very forgiving to certain other individuals, if they can relate to how damaged they were, I think they're more open to doing that. So we don't know. What if the, what if uh, Aaron was a lonely guy himself? Like, what if he didn't have any friends growing up? What if he was constantly misunderstood by other people calling him weird? Um, and, you know, so maybe, yeah, he didn't want to be his friend, but he thought, I need to give this guy a chance because no one ever gave me that chance when I was growing yeah. up. So he just felt morally obliged to at least hear him out one more time. Um, obviously, like none of us would go out of our way to go up to, you know, the mountains again and sit on the bench facing away from <laughs> potential danger. But, you know, mm-hmm. it, it could just be he's just that type of gullible, gullible person. Yeah, I think I made the joke being like, this is why I don't make new friends. I don't need new friends. Yeah. I don't need new people in my life. If I haven't known you for fucking at least 10 years already, like fucking you're dead to me. It doesn't matter because you're probably going to you're you're probably going to murder me. You're probably going to hit me in the head with an axe and shit. But let's talk about that. Let's talk about the ending of this movie. Aaron goes to meet this guy one more time. He leaves the camera running in his car because he's like, I'm going to film this just in case something weird happens. We're going to meet at a, like a public, not even a park. It's like on the lake or some shit like that, right? I yeah. assume it's up in Big Bear. I don't know where it was, actually. Um, and then he's just sitting there waiting, waiting to meet him. And next thing you know, the the Jonah guy comes up behind him in a trench coat, which I thought, this is going to go creepy. He's going to flash him or some shit like that. <laughs> um, and then fucking he pulls the, the wolf mask out of the trench coat, puts it on. And then pulls out an axe and then just axes him in the head, like in the head from from a distance. It's a good shot. It's a cool. I wouldn't even say it's effect. It was probably a rubber axe, but it looked legit. The guy's head like ducks down and then he falls down. I was like, holy fuck. Like I felt it. Yeah. Questions asked. Yeah. Yeah. What what did you what did you think about that scene, Laura? Like that final. What do you want to call it? Reveal. Whatever you want to call it. I liked it. I think we knew he was going to kill him by the end, but I still liked it. I mean. It's the middle of the day, which is always weird, but there's no one around. And yeah, I mean, call it dumb or call it just overly trusting. But, you know, Aaron, like, hears something before he shows up. 
before Joseph shows up and like turns around in his chair. The cha- right. the chainsaw started in the distance. <laughs> yeah. But then it's like he's walking behind him and I truly believe it's because he like knows he's behind him and maybe he's just frozen in fear of like, please don't kill me. Please just like come around and sit next to me and I'm just going to be chill, like sitting, oh, wow. staring at the lake. That's interesting. But he's also like so scared. That, that's what I truly With no idea that he's going to come down with an ax on his head. Yeah, like wow. probably feels very scared that he almost can't turn around to see what's about to happen and is just hoping he comes and sits next to him and talks and gives his little spiels and bullshit yeah. stories like he always does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I it, it worked for me. I mean... Yeah. yeah, like I said, I'm already angry. He's just there. I'm already angry. He's yeah. there. So like, <laughs> I, I mean, I like the effect. I like what happens. I'm like, well, that's fucking cool the way he kills him. But yeah. you know, it almost like it does work and it doesn't work for me because I'm just like, he shouldn't right. even fucking be in there. So it's dumb to me. Uh, what about yeah. you, Greg? I remember watching it for the first time and and liking it a lot because of what you guys said about the the chainsaw. It almost sounds obviously it's daylight. <laughs> you're out in the open. You hear the noise of like a chainsaw off in the distance and. I remember thinking, oh, there's like a gardener nearby. So there's nothing dangerous that's going to happen. Someone's pruning a tree 20 feet from them. You know, what? what's the worst that could happen? Yeah. So when they do do that, and by the way, yeah, Rob, it is, it is very realistic the way that his head just kind of bounces <laughs> off. I don't know how they did that. Um, but it it's it's super creepy, super effective. Um, I was just kind yeah. of thinking right now, it would have been a cool shot to see from Aaron's perspective, like, a first person perspective you're on the bench you say you're like looking oh, out like after like and and like kind of i like think from laura's uh your your explanation there you see maybe the shadow because i was watching mm. the shadows for some reason yeah me too like if you see a shadow pop creeping up and maybe you see the outline of his body you just think okay um he's just doing his weird thing where he's gonna jump scare me hopefully he just comes and sits on the bench and then i think at that moment it would have been cool to just like quickly cut to the faraway view with the mm. axe coming down. That would have been super creepy. To me. Yeah. That's, but um, yeah. yeah, I thought it was a, yeah, a really good, I mean, it wasn't necessarily the end end. Yeah. yeah. We'll, but we'll talk it, about what's next. Yeah. But it yeah. was pretty, pretty much the end. Super scary. The, the end of fucking uh, of Aaron, the end of Aaron, the end of Aaron. Yes. Yeah. And then after that, you have the, the ending end. And I guess, and the, the last little reveal of, like you said, Laura, like how many times he has killed somebody done this. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you want to talk about that? Laura, do you want to describe what happens there? I just, so he opens up this cabinet, you know, and there's like VHS and DVDs and it has people's names. And I, I laughed because one of it, one of them said like something 94. And I was like, oh, yeah. it's like how people have home videos, oh. like <laughs> Big Bear Lake, summer 1994. It's, it's like, like bo- Boner Jams 94. Yeah. <laughs> Boner Jams 93. <laughs> it's another good re- movie reference. <laughs> The forty-year-old virgin, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Butter jams in three. Oh man, oh, that's what it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, he's done this so many times, and like hundred, kind of hundred times, something like that. Yeah, hundreds, and he, yeah. he's basically kind of filming himself again and giving his closure, his goodbye to Aaron. Aaron's obviously long gone at this point, and just talking about how even he is like, I can't believe you didn't turn around. Yeah, and yeah. then he goes. You were just clearly too good for this world. Like you're too good of a guy, and too this nice is to why you'll me still. Yeah. yeah, and this is why you were my favorite. Because he, like you, you know, like kind of like you said, Greg. He's playing with his food. He got to play with him probably longer than he's played with anyone oh, yeah. else. Right. And then he even puts except a fucking himself. heart. Oh yeah, except for yeah. 
He even, when he puts the DVD that has Aaron's name on it, it even has a heart. heart. Like, yeah. He loved him the most. God. I did think it was funny at the very end. Like he's he's watching the video back of him talking to himself. Oh yeah, and then he like he does like a jump scare to himself and it gets scared. And so yeah. it was it was kind of funny ending to be it like is. they both like scream at each other. So that was yeah. kind of funny, but yeah, and that was fucking it, right? That's it. That so. was yeah. it. Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, I mean, for me, like like overall, I really dig like the movie and what it's about and the you know handheld camera or found footage, whatever you want to call it. And I thought the mm-hmm. acting was pretty good. But yeah, there's just so many points in this movie. Where I'm just like, why aren't you fucking leaving? That always yeah. irritates. I guess a lot of people in every movie, but the, the final one where he finally goes back again after fucking everything. It, it's just like we were mentioning. Greg, you mentioned funny games as a reference in the watch party of this movie. Very funny games ish. Mm-hmm. Um, and I felt very much the same in funny games where I'm just like pissed <laughs> about what's happening. I'm so mad about what's happening. And I would yeah. say definitely like as much as I like the ending actions, I don't like what why it's happening. I don't like that he actually went back again. I would have rather yeah. he just finally killed him in his home. You know, he finally just killed him in his yeah. house and like mauled him right. like a wolf yeah. and shit with the mask and her tied him up and raped him. That would have been fucking better ending to me. It would have came full circle and shit for the story <laughs> itself, you know? <laughs> well, what about this, Rob? Like, Maybe we told- don't hope for that in any situation. I'm just saying that would have been a better ending and been a better circle to what they're telling the story than what they actually did. I would be less angry, even though it's more fucked up, but I would be less angry. As much as Aaron like withheld questioning in this entire movie, the one moment in the entire movie where he actually said something of deep value was when uh, Joseph asks him if he was ever felt like great shame in his life. Mm-hmm. And he tells that story about peeing in his pants and his <laughs> mom putting some like, um, like a wetness sensor in his pants so that if, I don't know if, if it senses that he peed in his pants, it shocks him or something. And yeah. we, you know, I think Kelly in the chat looked it up. It's an actual thing <laughs> to, to the detriment of all society, but that it exists. But like, so Rob, hearing that story, did that didn't convince you that, hey, maybe this guy was maybe traumatized himself and sees a little bit of that in, in Joseph. And that's maybe why he came back and was like, I don't, you know, we don't want another hurt soul on this planet. Like me, you didn't, you, that never I crossed mean, your mind. I know. I get like, that's what they're going for. That's like, what they're trying to say is, is up with Aaron. Like that's, what's wrong with him, you know? Yeah. But yeah. to me, like being like, I would never do that. I would never go back. And so it just makes me irritated to be like, why? Like yeah. I said from the beginning, like if they, if he wouldn't have sent him the knife, that's really the only thing to me that really <laughs> drives it home to me. Like if he just sent him the locket yeah. and the creepy videos <laughs> and then gave him one more try, I would be like, it's somewhat believable. But the knife is the thing where I'm like, that's fucking crazy. That's yeah. fucking crazy yeah. to me. It's true. Like, I would not yeah. go with the knife, you know? Yeah. So to me, that one object like ruins the ending for me. Like yeah. That, you know, but that's true. I mean, yeah, if you're that gullible, you get the knife, you get the videos, so yeah. digging the grave. I don't know how you got through life being yeah. that gullible to that point yeah that's true right. yeah yeah um laura did you want to shout out anything as far as the watch party goes we want to announce who the giveaway was for a second watch party who the winner was <laughs> i think we all know it already but uh what do you think laura <laughs> watch party was super fun we had some of the guys from stream lounge come back again oh, freaking mm-hmm. awesome just we did, we did, i didn't make fun of them and insult them and make, <laughs> say that they're from canada what's up <laughs> 
we just I feel like we feel special that they're there. So that's really great. Mm-hmm. And Kelly came back. It's awesome. We had listener Lindsay. Wow, making like a so triumphant awesome. return and shit. Yep, Haven't that was heard good. anything from her in forever. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. So much fun. Um Handle Scare was there. It was super fun. Yeah. Yep, we had yep. a great time. Pretty obvious, but Kelly's the winner again. Uh, I think she's going to own every bit of our merch probably at the end of the year. Yeah. So, Kelly, congratulations if you're listening. You're going to get some more shit sent to you uh, from Laura. Laura's going to you. You already have stuff. I know she just bought some stuff, too. So, Laura, you're going to have to go through and make sure she doesn't have something already sent in here, you know? Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Have to get real creative. Yeah. And if anybody listening, if they haven't attended our watch parties, you can check them out. They're every other Saturday on Stream Lounge. Uh, check it over there. You can just click on our profile and we usually schedule them once we announce them and everything like that. So you can see when they're all scheduled to watch and hopefully get a free giveaway if you say something funny or yeah. something, something cool up there. Uh, yeah, so something cool. Doesn't have to be funny. It's not. Yeah, I know. like interesting facts. I'm yeah. all about those. So yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, so let's see. So let's get to our ratings of this movie. What we think. Like I said, we're not using Rotten Tomatoes anymore. We're going to Letterboxd now or Letterboxd D as Laura calls it. Um, and you can always check out all our ratings for all our movies. We have all the ratings, our consensus ratings over there on Letterboxd. Uh, at Conjecturing Pod is where you can check it out over there. Uh, so for this movie, the consensus is 3.4 out of 5. Hmm. I think that's pretty good. You know, it's a good medium average yeah. for where it's yeah. going to be at. But let's see where we're going to be at here. Let's do uh, let's do 1 to 5. What, what do you guys think? You guys want to do these? Tootsies. I mean, there's no, <laughs> there's no obvious, right? Obvious. I usually try to go something more gross, but Greg went there. Tootsies, and I like it. Okay. All right. One to five. Let's do how many Tootsies are you giving this movie? Uh, what, what do you think, Laura? Let's start with you. I was a three, three point five, And now I'm realizing wow. I totally match up with what's on Letterboxd. So. Doing half a Tootsie? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe maybe like the, the last two toes, the little pinky and the... <laughs> what, do you, what do you call the ring finger toe? Is that a ring how- toe. A toe ring. It's a, a ring toe. A toe ring. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what you call that. The, the wedding. You call this your ring finger, yeah. right? There's no other name for it. A marriage toe. A marriage toe. Is that better? The, the twinkle toe. The twinkle toe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. You know, Therina, I, I really enjoyed this movie. I definitely get that it has problems. And I actually think it's like a very simple movie. There isn't a oh, lot yeah. of mm-hmm. like bells and whistles. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. You know, but... I don't know. I just, I've seen it three or four times now and I just really enjoy it. Every time I watch it, I think it's funny. It's not supposed to be in certain scenes, but it's kind of funny and just weird. Yeah. Unbelievable. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. So three and a half, three and a half tits. Yeah. Nice. Nice. What about you, Greg? Where are you at? How many titties? Yeah. <laughs> I'm tempted to, to dock points on simplicity. I agree with you, Laura. That was one mm. of the things that yeah. I kind of didn't like about paranormal activity, for example, just because of the, mm. even though it was low budget, it just seemed like there wasn't much, there wasn't many places to go, but I yeah. can't just because I, I like how effective the movie was. Like, yeah, it was simple and basic and maybe not necessarily a, a pure horror movie, but I am so enthralled by the convincing nature of um, Aaron's and Mark Duplass's, uh, his acting and like his sociopathic nature. Like even knowing where this movie was going, because I've seen it before, mm-hmm. every step along the way, I kept trying to put myself there and thinking like, shoot, I mean, he's, you know, he does something wrong, but then he walks it back with like, you know, asking for forgiveness. And, uh, you know, I guess, hey, put me in that camp where, where I'm going to get killed by somebody one of these days for giving him too much leeway. But um, I was like, I was so sold by that. And I think he portrays it perfectly. Be- I can't, 
better than a lot of i can't think of another better movie where you're portraying someone and you you can't necessarily tell if they're capable of what they wind up being capable of right. so yeah um excellent movie uh i also give it uh three and a half so three three tootsies maybe that little twinkle toe tubby toe whatever we're going to call it at the end <laughs> tubby there <toe>. <laughs> You guys aren't specifying, like, is that little toe chopped off? Why is it a half? It's just small? Just because it's smaller than the others. Oh, it's small. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I get what you guys are saying. Um, Yeah, for me, like, I don't know. This is a tough one for me because up until the end of this movie, up until Aaron makes the stupidest decision I've ever seen in my life, (laughs) like, I really dug it. I like the dark comedy. I like the weird creepiness, like, just decent jump scares. I would have gave this movie, like, a four. Like, I really dug it up until that point, you know? But I got I hate the ending so much that he goes mm-hmm. back again. Like I said, if they killed him another way in the house, I probably would still stick with a four. But because he goes and agrees to meet him one more time, I'm dropping this down to a two and a half. Ooh. I really wow. fucking it really like ruins just like funny games. It fucking ruins everything for me up to that yeah. point. Yeah. It kind of sucks. So We've talked two- about that a lot where there's where great movies are ruined, are ruined by an ending in which yeah. even if the ending is like 5% of the movie, like yeah. we've, yeah. we've always had that argument. Like it can absolutely do that. Oh yeah. Endings, right. endings are the most important thing to be honest with you. Like the ending makes you the movie, stick it. you know, yeah. and, and I know it's, it's more personal to me as far as like, I wouldn't do this. So that's why I'm saying I don't like it. And right. I understand why he would do it in this movie, but. For me, it's my rating. What yeah. I think, it just kind of ruins the whole thing for me. So yeah, some say two and a half tootsies. I don't know what's happening to these tootsies over there. It's, <laughs> it's, it's divorce. It's divorce tootsie or something like that. It doesn't have a ring on it anymore. I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so there we go. Uh, so let's see here. So yeah, if anybody wants to let us know what they thought of the movie, they can send us, you know, their ratings, you know, email at conjecturing pod and shit and Twitter and Instagram and, the other thing, send us wolf. a wolf, send us a wolf, a bark up a tree, something like that. You know, whatever you want to do, dig a hole, whatever you want to do as an animal, go for it. Um, <laughs> so that's, <laughs> so that's, uh, so that's it for this week's episode. Um, from creep. Uh, let's see. So we got next month. We got February coming up next month. Woo! Uh, what do we got going on for February, Laura? It's a, it's pretty big for us. Well, our first watch party, which is on Saturday, February 5th, uh, is going to be Greg's pick. And Greg, what what are we watching? We are watching 28 Days Later. Wow. Yeah, February's got 28 Days. Uh, Just love this movie. Um, Mm -hmm. Don't know what what else more to say, except I'm so thrilled to watch this with you guys. And everybody else. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken... I think we've said, I don't know if we said this before in the pod, but this is a long time ago in our fucking, not even our Discord we have with ourselves, like on our text chat. But we, Laura asked us at one point, what was your guys' favorite fucking movies? And I think, Greg, this was, you said was your favorite horror movie of all I time, think, right? I think it still holds up. This is probably yeah. my favorite wow. horror movie of all time. It really yeah. does. Hence the, the the wonderful, tw- I don't have it with me, the 28 Days Later um, notebook for, yeah. for our yeah. notes. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. That's yeah. true. I still That's have true. It. Cool. I've definitely seen this one. Uh, I, I'm excited to watch it again. I haven't watched it in a long time. So yeah, yeah, it's been it'll a while. be pretty cool. Maybe I'll wear like a fucking medical gown and shit. I'll come on the <laughs> nice. medical gown. Yikes. You know? Yeah, That'd be pretty there you good. Go. With the back I open. Like yeah, yeah with the back it. open. Yeah, show show my my uh, my furries. Yeah, yeah, be okay. <laughs> <laughs> show your peach fuzz. Show my peach fuzz. Yeah. Show your uh, double ass. Yeah. Your <laughs> <laughs> your double double ass. <laughs> It's definitely a double. It's not a single anymore. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see here. So what do we got following that lore? Where are we going after that? 
after that, um, so, you know, the, our episodes now, after our watch parties every other Saturday, they'll drop the following Friday. And our second watch party in February is going to be on the 19th. And that's actually our anniversary episode. And Rob, you, yeah. this is your movie pick. So what are we, what I are pick? we doing for our anniversary? It better be fucking good. I can't, I can't let Laura leave our anniversary pick with something good. That's not the way it works. That's not how we started this pod. Um, <laughs> and, and going back it's to our true. anniversary, why we started this thing, M. Night Shyamalan, we started with uh, the visits, what sprung this podcast sprung this fucking video patreon sprung everything from it sprung a lot so, of other things sprung, sprung a lot of things <laughs> speaking of, of butts being open and everything like that in the visit too oh. um, <laughs> so many connections to what we got going on for anniversary so i'm staying with m night we're gonna go lady in the water one of his probably worst movies i think possibly but it's fitting for the podcast is what we started with bad m night we're gonna continue with bad m nights uh, it's going to be Watch Party HBO Max. So if anybody doesn't have HBO Max, we're sorry. You can't, you're not going to be able to do the Watch Party with us. You might be able to do it. I think everybody does a free trial. He could probably do a seven-day free trial or something like that and to watch it at Castle yeah. if you want. You know, That's the only place I could find an M. Night movie for us to do as a Watch Party. That was bad. But that's kind of what I want to go with this. So. Is it because <laughs> every other streaming service refuses to play <laughs> M. Night movies? In the water. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think Laura said she's going to come on and you're just going to be completely wet, right? You're going to be drenched from head to toe, right, Laura, for Lady in the Water? Is that what you said? You're going to agree to that? Sure. Sure? Okay, all right. All right. I'm, I'm going to start- shave my head to be uh, Paul Giamatti. <laughs> nice, oh, okay. I'm going to start lifting only one arm weight so I can get a buff one arm. I'll start doing this. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do that shit. So that's what we're going to do. Our two watch parties. We've got 28 days later coming in February. We have Lady in the Water coming in February. And then are we going to, are we going to skip? Let's just announce it now so people know. We were trying to line up Human Centipede, our 100th episode for February. It just kind of doesn't schedule out. So beginning no. of March is going to be our 100th episode, Human Centipede. We're going to watch it. We're going to talk about it. Laura's going to barf probably. I might be wearing a diaper, you know, going back to our watch party before. Um, it's going to be a good time. Is you excited for that one too? No. <laughs> no. I am like, no. dreading watching that movie. I am like I'm the only one excited. I, I'm dreading it. I've had peace with the decision because I've had, you know, almost three years to prepare for I know. it. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think I'm... <sighs> I'm going to be very ill. <laughs> you, you said, Laura, after Thanksgiving 3, like nothing could be as bad. So oh, you're, that movie you're was fine. so bad. I know. I know. And, 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 um, talking, I, yeah. and talking with Riley, Riley gave Human Centipede some cred. He was like, it's a pretty decent a story. A lot of people do give it a high rating. You know? Minus the gyrating diaper vomit people. But yes. <laughs> no, Laura? Nothing? Okay, all right. All right, well, get ready, uh, 100th episode, 100th episode, you're going to see Laura Vomit be on Patreon, make sure you get that shit. Um, let's see here, we said all our episodes, they're going to be dropping on Fridays, of course, uh, like I said, our Patreon, check out the videos for all our stuff, you can check it out there. Uh, keep sending in conjecture choice picks, we definitely, we keep saying we're going to do one, one of these months, so we'll figure it out one day, you know, kind of figure me whenever we can there. Um, you can Wait, I'm sorry. <laughs> What happened to we'll pick it whenever the fuck we want? <laughs> come, come back we might a little pick bit on it, that might stance. not. <laughs> come, come a little bit back on that stance. You know, I'm not going to be right, so right. aggressive towards uh, the people that actually <laughs> like listening to us. You know, um, 
<laughs> I still don't think I used the F word. I listened back and I was like, I didn't use the F word. You guys make me seem way angrier than I was, you know? <laughs> but it just, it's, that's what you meant. That's yeah, I, you I guess mean. that's true. That's true. Please, please keep sending them in. Please. Yes, we're going to do it. We're going to do it. Yeah. We're going to do them. We're going to do them. Okay. Keep sending them those picks. Like I said, conjecturingpod at Gmail, Twitter, Instagram, dig a hole, send us an email, whatever you want to do, whatever you want to do there. <laughs> Uh, like I said, check out our merch store. Check out our merch store, uh, tpublic.com slash user slash conjecturing pod. We got a bunch of shit going there. Kelly's getting half of it. So it's pretty cool for her. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Actually, just contact her for the merch and she yeah. Yeah. she's got it. She can sell it to you guys. Yeah. Um, lastly, remember subscribe, rate, review our podcast wherever you're listening to it. Um, uh, check out the Slash and Cast Podcast Network. Uh, like I said, the Patreon, patreon.com slash SNC Network. Um, what are you guys laughing at? I'm just thinking, like, it's a legitimate racket. She could mark up our merch, make a pretty good margin if she wanted to, if she's got a network. I'm just thinking it's possible. It's possible. Okay. Yeah. There you go. We'll let her know. We'll let her know. Oh, man. All right. So that's it. That's it from the Gold Room. That's it for Creep. That's it from this watch party and shit. Uh, Laura's going to go dress like a cat later on with her husband. Uh, do some shit. <laughs> be pretty cool. Hopefully, 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 it doesn't go on your left eye. Uh, so let's see. So that's it from the gold room tonight. This has been the conjecture. I've been Rob. <laughs> bringing it. Let's bring it up full circle. <laughs> uh, you gotta go full circle. Yeah. Left eye, Laura. <laughs> And Chewbacca Greg. There we go. Oh. Until next time, remember horror subjective, so conjecture away. See ya. Bye. Yes. It's me again. And I'm back. Till the day he pushes me away